What's going on, guys? Chris and I recorded a podcast earlier, and it was really well done, but we forgot one big thing, and that was to introduce the topic for the podcast. So we're back here right now. I got Monday Night Football in the background. We're trying to fix our mistake. We're trying to make it better. So today's podcast is going to give you an idea of what ASIC Miner you should purchase as your first purchase. A lot of people and a lot of individuals have asked us for questions or have asked us questions regarding where they should start and how they should start and what they should consider when they start. So that's what we're going to tell you about today. We're going to give you our best short evaluation of what you should do for that whole process. And uh, if we miss anything, which I'm sure we did, uh, comment below, give us suggestions, give us uh, criticism. I mean, you know, but be gentle. <laughs> <laughs> you want me to start? I can start. It does, doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, this is exactly how we should actually start the podcast. Like, yeah. literally have people listen you, just like <laughs> this. Just raw. Yeah. All right, guys. Welcome to a our first episode of Musk Mondays. Um, thank you for joining us. We uh, hope we can give you some great information today. Like okay, guys. So we've been getting a ton of questions on what miners to buy, where to buy them, the electrical requirements, and um, just like where cost where, the ROI, cost, where can right? we put yeah. them, all this stuff. So we're just gonna try and lay that out for you today. Um, first, being with what type of miners to buy. So we yeah, would suggest absolutely. the S nine. If you're going used, we would suggest the S nine L three plus. S19 and the M20s. Correct. Correct. Except I didn't. Yeah, say, absolutely. I said use first for all those, but like do the S19 for new and the M20s for use. There's still a good model right in between the price range of an S9 or an S19. So if you don't have all the capital, but you have some, you can start there. So yeah, when considering all four of those machines, the L3 Plus and the S9 is they consume a lot less power. For example, the S9s commonly run at about 1200 watts. The L3 Plus run at about 800 watts. Now, just because they run less does not mean that they're going to be able to plug in to a normal circuit that you'd commonly see throughout your house. For example, a 110 volt circuit in the United States is, is common to your toaster oven, right? That's normally what you plug in and that's what you see throughout all households. The 220 volt circuit is what's common to your washer or dryer. Now, that being said, you can use either to power an S9 or an L3, but you have to use a 220 volt circuit in order to power an M20 or an S19. So you have to consider, which brings us to our first variable, your electrical capability. And your capability is going to be determined by what you have in your breaker box available. So if you buy an L3 plus or an S9, what we've commonly seen is that these units will come with power supplies that will only run on a 220 volt circuit. Now that's fine, but a lot of people don't have a 220 volt circuit or a bunch of 220 volt circuits ready to be used. So they buy an L3 plus or they buy an S9 and they're like, yes, I'm ready to roll. And then all of a sudden 
they get a they it's it sucks because then they have to call their electrician and they have to call whoever they can and say look um you know i i, I need more capacity i need uh, i need more 220 volt circuits because this machine won't run without it so a solution to that is pretty simple um just to understand what you have available but if you order an s9 or you order an l3 plus just get a different power supply with it to to run on a 110 volt circuit and um, you know, an APW3++ is a great example of that. They're made by Bitmain. You can get them used for really cheap, um, you know, 100 or 150 bucks, whatever it may be, depending on your supplier. But those will run on a 110-volt circuit, and they'll run your S9 at that 1,200 watts that you need. They'll run your L3 at 800 watts, obviously. And uh, it allows you to just really do that whole plug-and-play aspect. Um, I mean kind of consistent with that variable is the ventilation that's going to come with these machines, right? So when when you run these first machines, such as S9 or the L3, you have to understand that these things do create a lot of heat, right? And when you have a miner that's heating up a room to 90 or 95 degrees or even 80 or 85 degrees, it gets hard on that machine. It gets hard on that machine. And these machines can run very well in hot temperatures as long as they have the significant or the um, required amount of CFMs. And off the top of my head, I don't know what an M or an, uh, what an S9 needs for CFMs, uh, but I do know an S19, uh, I, I believe it's 300 CFMs. So, you know, maybe we'll look that up and post that in the link below to, to give you guys a, a better uh, description of that. But really the point that I'm trying to get across is don't buy this machine and put it in a room that heats up. I mean, don't don't run your machine hard, right? Don't don't put it into a heated environment that's going to cause the machine to deteriorate. Um, you know that that's how these things break because these are used. These these machines have been through the ringer already. Um, so they'll treat it well and it'll treat you well. Um, but you know, to the next point, the next thing that you want to consider besides keeping it at a cool temperature, you know, seventy degrees. Uh, Fahrenheit is great, um, but keep those temperatures consistent, right? So if you're running in a, in a room and you're getting 95 in that room during the day and you're thinking to yourself, oh, it'll drop down because I'll open the window. And then at night it gets down to 40 or 50 degrees wherever you are in the States or in the world. And then the room temperature drops to, you know, 60 degrees. So you have that range of 60 degrees Fahrenheit to 95 degrees Fahrenheit in a 24 hour period you're causing expansion and contraction of your hash boards. And that is often what causes failure of those ASIC chips is when you, when those, that large range of temperature is incurred on those machines, that microcosm of contraction and expansion is just really tough on that machine. So, you know, that's, that's a big consideration. Um, you know, whether you start out with an L3 or an S9, um, obviously there's other options out there, but, whatever you choose, uh, definitely consider that electrical capability and the ventilation. Yeah. And there's, I mean, you can just buy a little, uh, temperature gauge, you know, they're not very expensive and they just connect right up to your Wi-Fi and your phone and you can just monitor it then or that way. Um, what we ended up doing is actually just using ventilation tubing and just, you know, pushing it out the window just to keep that temperature range consistent. Because it dampens the noise for one, which is great, and eliminates a ton of the heat produced going into that area. 
So if you're able to do that, I would highly suggest it. Smart. Absolutely. I mean, very good point. And uh, that, that Bluetooth thermometer allows you to man- monitor that, uh, that temperature and it'll show you in a graphical sense, your range, right? You'll be able to calculate your range of temperature top to bottom uh, very, very easily. So yeah, absolutely. Good point. Um, yeah. All right. And then, um, so when buying these machines, uh, you know, a lot of people, you can see how much they make a day. You can see kind of what, uh, your electrical requirements are, but you got to make sure you know what your electrical costs are, right? Correct. Yep. That's the second variable. Uh, you know, when, when you really consider what you're paying for electricity guys, that's extremely important. Electricity costs are your biggest co- uh, profit inhibitor, right? So uh, the difference between if you're paying three to four cents in power uh, as to 10 to 15, I mean, you know, that's, that's a very drastic, drastic difference in profitability, um, you know, just to establish kind of that, that reasonable range that you should look for in power costs. I would say I would say I would not consider mining or mining in my house above 20 cents. 20 cents is very high, mm-hmm. but you can still make a profit, right? You can still make a profit, there's no question. I would not start a mining farm at 20 cents. I would not go at a large scale at 20 cents. Um, but when you get below that into the 15s, that's good, that's fine. I still would not start a mining farm at 15 cents. I still would not expand at 15 cents. Um, but when you get in that 10 cent range, um, I think you're looking a little bit better, right? And, and um, you know, that's, that's when you would start considering expansion, when you would start considering increasing your electrical capability so that you can add more machines, right? And so it's when you start getting below that 10 cents that you have to really start considering, um, you know, how much you want to expand and, and, and can you get uh, lower rates in the future? Um, the reason for this, and uh, a reason that a lot of people overlook, is that, guys, a bear market's going to come. Like, it's, it's inevitable. The bear market's going to set in. And the guys that are out there mining at a large scale at that 10 to 15 to 20 cent, 20 cent cost, granted, there's not a lot out there, but there are guys that do it. The bear market's going to weed them out, right? If they can't find a better way to lower those electricity costs, whether that be you know supplemental solar power or supplemental off-peak curtailments, um, things like that, they're going to get weeded out. And so then you know you go to you go back to the okay, well I'm paying ten cents, I'm paying eight cents, I'm paying six cents. What machine should I run? You know, um, and and you know really it's a, it's a kind of a simple answer. Um, the lower cost you get. You know, when you're getting in that two, three, four cent range, get those S9s, man. Run those S9s. Those S9s are are crazy. They're reliable. They're cheap. They give you good profitability at that low cost. I mean, commonly when you're running, and shout out to ASICMinerValue.com, when you're running all over ASICMinerValue.com, you see S9s at the bottom of the list often. And granted, like today when we're talking, it's not necessarily true because BTC is pumping. So my point's not getting made that well. <laughs> but uh, still, you know, when you get into those low electrical costs, run those S9s, man. I mean, they're cheap. They're good machines. They're, ch- uh, 
they're cheap. I keep saying they're cheap because <laughs> yeah. they're cheap, right? Good. And, and it's good investments. It, that's what it is, right? And it's it, those lower capital requirements. Requirements are awesome, right? Mm -hmm. That's awesome. And so, you know, you can go elsewhere. You can go with the L three pluses. Um, you know, you can go with the EBITs. The EBITs are uh, out there as well, but um, those those do consume more power. They're cheaper. They're not as reliable. You're not getting. I shouldn't say they're not as reliable. The reputation is not nearly as well built as Bitmain's, right? right? And we've seen the S nines operating yeah. for five right years. for so long. There's oh yeah, like absolutely. Yeah, They've over been five years. I mean, the parts you can get parts like super easily. I mean, because mm -hmm. there's just so many everywhere. Absolutely, and people have learned how to repair them, right? Mm -hmm. So you go out, you network, you meet people, and they help you repair these things, right? They give you that kind of uh, that comfort that you know that there's a community out there where you can fix this thing if it goes bad. Um, so, you know, that go ahead. Speaking of repairs, if we want to move <laughs> into the L3 plus, um, a lot of them have been getting viruses. Um, if you're, yeah. if you've been in the community a little while, you know, this, um, and fortunately we were able to come up with a method with Matt Nolan as to how to fix these L3 plus viral control boards. And um, we have a step-by-step -step video on our YouTube, very helpful, um, gotten a lot of good feedback on it. And uh, once you go through it, you install a uh, protective software, which we use HiveOS, um, that'll prevent any other viruses from getting onto your control board. And uh, so yeah, if you know anybody or if you have issues yourself, um, check it out and let us know how it went. Yeah, no, and Chris, you make a good point, right? Those those viruses are crazy. Um, and uh, check out our check out our YouTube video. Um, and so you know, you mentioned Hive, and that's great for the L three plus, and it's both a, a curative and a preventative um, when you can get it to cure it. But um, that's also Hive's also available for the S nine. So throw it on your machines if you have those low power costs. Um, you know you got to talk about the high power costs, right? What are you going to do if you have high power costs? What if you're going to, what are you going to do if you have that 15 to 20 cents of power? And uh, really, I think what it comes down to is going for those, those really efficient machines. And granted, you can still run the L3 pluses. You can still run the S nines. And since this specific podcast is about the, uh, the introductory machines and get your, getting your toes dipped in the water and understanding mining, um, I'm not going to go into a bunch of altcoin miners, um, you know, because there are a bunch of machines out there that pull less power than you would get from an S9, L3+, M20, or S19. And obviously, or so, well, not obviously, um, a lot of these machines are um, alt miners and uh, altcoin miners. And, and just for those of you out there who are new to the game, um, an altcoin is anything that's not Bitcoin, right? Um, so there's a lot of great profitable machines out there, but we're going to stick to the four that we're talking about today. Um, you know, uh, just as an example, a gold shell KD2, um, right. It's pulling uh, 830 Watts, but it's running a Kadena algorithm. So, uh, you're mining Kadena. Um, you're not mining Bitcoin. You're not mining ether. Um, you're not mining Litecoin. You're not mining one of those most popular coins. So the volatility on those is it's going to be um, a little bit more, 
or the risk is a little bit more because Bitcoin's pretty safe. So um, as an answer, high electrical rates, uh, go with your most efficient machine. And of, of, these, uh, of these units that we're talking about today, you know, that S19J is, is awesome. Um, you know, the S19J Pro, either 96, 100, and 104 terahashes. Uh, those units are, are, are very efficient for the, for the S19 models. Uh, the J actually stands for joules. The uh, the J representing it's more efficient at a joule base on uh, a joules uh, joule basis. Um, so you know you just really got to do your due diligence on those high electrical rates and and look for that most efficient machine. And you can break it down at a cents per terahash cost. You can take, break it down at a um, cents per watt. Um, you know, you can you can really look at it from a lot of different ways, and uh, each circumstance is going to be different. So, um, yeah, yeah. Well, with depending on your, you know, electrical rate, you know, it's going to change your ROI significantly. You know, ROI is your return on investment. So, if you're purchasing a machine like a S9, and you have a really high electrical rate, and you know, it's going to take. 10, 12, 14 months to get the return on your investment if the market stays where it's at. But if you're getting below 10 cents, say six, seven, around there, you know, that's your ROI is probably going to be around six months, depending right. on, you know, how much you pay, I guess. But yeah, no, that's an absolute, po- that's a great point. And, and, and it brings us to our third variable, right? I mean, you, you got to look at the cost of the machine to the ROI that, that you're going to get. And again, shout out to ASICminorValue.com, man, because, uh, you know, all of these projections were ran at a six cent per kilowatt hour cost. Um, and I wanted, to, I wanted to give you guys some numbers that we're looking at today on October 11th. Um, you know, Bitcoin sitting at about 57,500, you know, give or take. And, uh, you know, the L3 plus at a $1,330 cost, um, mining at about $5 a day, you're looking at about an eight and a half to nine month ROI. Um, S9, 13.5 terahashes, you know, you're, you're looking at a cost of about $630 per unit at $6 a day. Um, granted, that's pretty high for an S9 uh, hash rates have dropped in China, thanks to China and uh, profitability is increase in Bitcoin mining, which is no question right now. Um, you're looking at about 105 days and three and a half months uh, ROI. I mean, that's yeah. that's pretty that's pretty cool, that's man. Pretty that's good. pretty cool. Um, and I hope that's accurate. But uh, like again, we're we're pulling these numbers on uh, on ASICminorValue.com, and uh, you know, going into an S19J, um, that 100 terahash unit. You're going to be expending a lot more capital, uh, but you still get a. Keep in mind, this is this is for a brand new machine. You get that 12 month factory Bitmain warranty. Yeah. That 12 month warranty starts from the time that machine leaves the factory. So the by the time it gets to you, which is approximately you know let's say two weeks, uh, usually you get about 11.5 months of that warranty left. That unit runs about 11,300 making $57 a day. That's crazy. Uh, you're looking at about 199 days on your ROI, 6.6 months, right? That's pretty damn good. That's, that's good. pretty good, man. You're, you're making money while you sleep. And that's not how money's made. 
That's how wealth is built, right? That's right. So, I mean, last but not least, the M20s are great. The What's Minor M20, uh, that's running 68 tera hashes, uh, priced at about 48.50. That's pulling about $37 a day, $20 less than that S19J, but still less or more than half the price, um, or less than half the price. And botch that one up. That's okay. Um, that guy's filling $37 a day. Um, you know, that's looking, uh, 131 days, 4.4 months. Um, really, really having a, a, a good thing there. So, yeah. um, yeah, it's, it's, it's good stuff. You know, those are, those are just small examples. You guys can go do some calculations and, and whatever you guys feel like doing, just, uh, uh do the math, right. Do the research and, and, um, if you have any questions on those calculations, just hit us up, let us know, um, Telegram, Reddit, Instagram, uh, shoot us a message on our website, right? Uh, just let us know. But um, yeah, I just had to, I had to throw out those numbers for you guys. So yeah, that was great. The what's miners pulling in at four and a half months. That's, that's interesting. That's a, that's a good ROI. I mean, even the S nines, you know, but as long as the, the difficulty is going to increase over the next, what, two months to a month or two weeks to a month. Right. So you calculate, calculate that in a little bit. It's, it's going to drop. But for three and a half months, you know, that's, you know, Bitcoin long term. If you're thinking long term, it's a no brainer because absolutely like it's only going to go up. I mean, if it absolutely. goes down, it goes down, but it will go back up. Right. Right. And that's I mean, we believe that. Right. That's why we're doing what we're doing. We believe in this tech. We believe in its potential. Right. And there's like, you just have to have that. Right. We, we, we believe in it. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think, I think, you know, the last thing that I was hoping to talk about, um, is just where you're getting these machines, right? It's, it's so important to understand who you're buying from. Okay. Granted. Yes. Chris and I sell, ASIC miners. Plug. That's a thing. <laughs> Hit us up. Muskminers.com. We got you, right? We've learned over the years, there's a lot of junk out there. Yeah. A lot of junk out there, man. It's crazy. It's terrible. And the scams are terrible. So I'm going to I'm gonna show you guys a little something here quick. Bear with me. Well, even we um, went through it. You know, like when we first started <laughs> buying, we're like, I found this on this random random website you want to you think we should go for it and we're like i mean we got it, i guess right right so we'd try it out Absolutely. and luckily you know we got our machines but you know it's it's very sketchy at first so i want to show you guys i don't know if you can see on the youtube video yep this this website right here is we posted this on our Reddit page. This is this got someone, right? Like this looks so legit, right? Like this wow. is crazy. This is crazy. And granted, guys, the E9, it's not out yet. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> L7s, we're taking pre-orders. But the E9, had, there is no announcement date, right? There is no price for that machine. But people don't know that. People don't know that, right? And like this is, this is, this has gotten this is people. Very well done website wow and it's completely fake it's completely fake wow so someone took the time to do this somebody took the time to make this 
that's that's what I wanted to show you guys today is that these are out there. This is a real thing, right? And and so be aware, be cautious, do due diligence, have a video with these people or have a video call with these people, call them on the phone, talk to them, right? Get to know them. There's a lot of language barriers out there, especially when you're ordering from Alibaba. As, uh, as time has progressed, Alibaba, uh, you know, that's, that's not a reliable source for miners, especially now that um, China has completely outlawed the sale of cryptocurrency or cryptocurrency miners within the country of China, specific to its citizens, mm. as well as it's outlawed the sale of miners from the manufacturer to Chinese citizens as well. So those companies that were selling on Alibaba, a lot of them are located in mainland China and they can no longer purchase miners from Bitmain or Bitmain can no longer sell them to them. So it's gonna be interesting to see how this unfolds, but there are two, there's two outliers in that. And one is Hong Kong and the other is Taiwan. So Bitmain can still ship to ta Hong Kong and Taiwan. And so a lot of these entities or these brokers in China are still able to, if they have locations in Hong Kong or another foreign country far away or, you know, close by, whatever it may be, there's a lot of little islands and countries that, you know, no one's ever heard of. They can establish there and have the unit shipped there and then ship them from there to wherever they want to throughout the globe. But you still have to be careful, right? You still have to be very careful. Don't wire people that don't wire people money. Don't send people crypto unless you absolutely know who they are. Um, you know, do your due diligence, right? And and that's one of the reasons that Chris and I have so uh, for so long. Go check out a Reddit post about it. We've dealt with PayPal. We've kept working <laughs> with PayPal yeah. because people trust PayPal and because it gives us the ability to establish that relationship with clients by allowing them to purchase with PayPal. We don't like doing large transactions on PayPal for a couple of different reasons. Uh, I mean, I'll name a few. The first is they take three and a half percent. That's like, yeah, that's damn near our margin that's, guys. Like, yeah, come on, that's... like that's, that's not cool. That's not cool. They're taking, you know, a lot of our profit. And uh, second to that, they hold our clients payments for arbitrary reasons they claim because it's high risk for 21 days every time for 21 days every time every time <laughs> it's like how many times do you have to hold our money like we've proven how many transactions have we done bad. how many transactions have we done ah oh, it's like dude we can't front it is a ton of money you know every week that's just absolutely you just can't run absolutely. a business like that and so yeah, if you're wondering why we sometimes don't accept, we will accept it under certain circ circumstances, but um, usually we do upcharge through PayPal because of that 3.5%. Because that, I mean, we have to pay sales tax, you guys. This is a business. 5% goes to sales tax. And so if we're, I mean, they're taking that away from us, you know, and so. It's crazy. It's crazy. And then we up our margins. Yeah. Or we up our cost to increase our margins. And then people look at us like we're trying to scam people because we're charging too much. It's like, <laughs> we're trying, right? We're trying. Um, yeah. So anyways, yeah, we'll, we'll continue to do that. Be cautious, guys. Just be cautious. Um, but I mean, I think the last, 
I think the last point we really wanted to make was uh, network, you know, reach out to the community, right? Get involved, right? Talk to other miners, talk to other, uh, you know, any kind miners, investors, um, you know, minor sales, uh, minor repair, just reach out and talk to people, get to know them, right? Uh, Telegram is awesome. Um, hit us up on Telegram. We love talking to people on Telegram. That is like the spot, right? right it's butter. amazing on Telegram. Telegram's what's up. And so is Reddit. Reddit's great as well. And other social media too. Twitter's yeah. great. Facebook, Instagram. I mean, hit up people talk about this get it out in the air if you get scammed don't be ashamed go tell people right yeah. go let, let them know everybody know you know we're all trying to make this a good inclusive community um with real people you know we want it to be we want this to progress so that we can create a huge worldwide decentralized payment system network whatever it is um, Absolutely. So if you find out or if you get scammed, post it or even hit, send it to us. We'll post it and get it out there for everybody to see. We're in Telegram chats. You know, we'll, people will spread the word. Love it. And that's what's up. I mean, that's that's the ticket, right? I think we wanted to mention hosting, right? Um, yeah. Where we stand as a company. Mm -hmm. You know? So we have... We have a couple different locations for hosting right now. Um, we are partnered with a couple facilities. We are working on our own at this moment. Um, but the cost for hosting is a little different depending on when you want to start. So if you wanted to start hosting right now with one of our facilities, um, it would be what, 12 cents, Blake? Um, I think it's a little bit. A little bit more actually 13. i'm i'm re i'm reluctant to even I encourage clients to do it right it's yeah, like because that's pushing it yeah you know, no it's stuff. it's it, that yeah that's a little that's hard um you know we we'd rather just encourage you know alternative options and, and if that's going with a competitor that's fine right if people are making that's money that's great right that's that's still us building the community that's still us building a a solid unified community right are helping to do so. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And so we do have a couple locations that will be up and running January. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we're projecting January, a uh, couple different facilities that, um, are going to have open space. Um, one of them, uh, you know, it's, it's, it, well, all of them actually are, uh, approximate dates because, <laughs> Uh, transformers uh, are are hard to come by. Uh, sw switchbacks, disconnects, anything that you could think of in terms of electrical infrastructure requirements, it's pretty challenging to come by right now. So uh, delays are being incurred left, right, up, down, sideways. I mean, it's crazy, man. So bear with us on those dates, but still hit us up, right? Let us, let us, uh, you know, we'll give you the information we have. We'll be honest. We're not going to say, oh yeah, we're going to have hosting in November. And then come November, like, crap, this guy bought 10 units from us and, uh, you know, we wanted the money. We're not like that, right? We're, we're going to be as transparent as possible, right? That's, that's, the key. that's the key. So, yeah, man. All right, guys, to recap, there's going to be four major variables that you want to consider that we talked about today. The first is electric capability slash your ventilation that you have and keeping those temperatures consistent 
and understanding what circuits you have available in your home. The second is your electrical rates, right? Don't build a mining farm above 10 cents. It makes no sense. Uh, don't mine above 20 cents. You could, I, you, you can if you want to, um, but the lower the better. Um, the third is your cost to ROI. Check out asicminervalue.com, guys. Check it out. Go to the bottom of the uh, of the bottom of the page, and you can adjust the power cost, the cents per kilowatt hour. Um, calculate those those ROIs, um, the total cost of your machine divided by uh, your profit per day. It'll tell you the number of days divided by thirty, and all of a sudden you have the number of months. Um, and then the last is your source of miners. Um, Alibaba is uh, is it's not no more, but uh, it's going to be more uh, few and far between and uh, scams are absolutely everywhere. So be very, very careful. Um, and then go network guys, go network, go talk to people, build those relationships, be as courteous as possible. And no question is a stupid question. I ask so many stupid questions. I still do every day. So this may be a stupid question. How do you say it? This may be a stupid question. Treat me like treat me like I'm stupid because, because I, I am. am. <laughs> God, that's the that's ticket, right? Yeah, that's what it is, right? This may be a stupid question, but treat me like I'm stupid because I am, yeah. right? And as soon as you own up to the lack of knowledge, <laughs> is when you start learning, right? It's like I don't know this, and then all of a sudden you go ask and you learn, right? So yeah, that's the ticket, but. Yeah, we're just trying to give you good information. You know, if, if somebody you know sees this and is like, "Oh, that's wrong." I mean, most of this stuff we've said is very on point, but you know, we're here to learn too. We're just trying to grow and inform the community. So, absolutely. But all right, thank you guys for tuning into the Musk Miners podcast. We will see you next week for the Musk Mondays. Musk Monday, yeah. Musk Mondays. All right, all right, all right, all right, right, all right, all right. This is Blake. Uh, I'm Blake. Yeah, Matthew McConaughey for governor. Uh, um, shout out to Anthony Pompliano. Uh, the guy's dope. Check out his uh, check out his Twitter and his uh, newsletter. Uh, he's badass. So uh, That's great stuff. Oh, very informative. Are we saying? Are we swearing on this podcast? This I just is for adults. It. Oh, this is for adults. All right. <laughs> we should we should encourage kids to get into crypto because yeah. at ten years old, if you invest your ten dollar birthday money, all of a sudden when you're twenty, it's it's, it's worth a thousand. <laughs> so. Yeah. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks.